0: Hey, it's the Fat Boy Show. This beautiful Wednesday, the 24th of February, 2021. Tune in tomorrow to find out who the winner of the RX Radio Podcast subscription uh, award is. The award being a Hisense 32-inch HD LED television that uh, we sort of uh, talked to you about. Uh, It has so many cool features. And we said if you subscribe before the 20th of February, you'd be eligible to win it. So the draw takes place tomorrow on this program. Tune in to find out who the winner is. Let's now talk about what is happening with Facebook and Australia. You might recall that a few days ago, the people of Australia woke up to find that their news feeds were empty. Their news feeds were devoid of any news stories. And this is because Facebook decided to make it impossible for you to post any news article. And for that matter, in some cases, just general articles or general websites, web pages from Australia-based websites. People could not post these things on Facebook. Why? Uh, Because of a standoff that Facebook had with Australia, in which the Australian government had demanded that Facebook share some revenue with uh, news content providers who argued that Facebook is taking all of their money. So the government said, Facebook, uh, step up or step out. And uh, Facebook decided to step out. They made it impossible for news sites to posts for rather news stories from Australian news sites to be posted on Facebook. Uh, And this led to a lot of outrage because people were like, but we need to hear about the essential services like emergency information about forest fires, about disasters, about accidents, really about just anything. Uh, People felt that Facebook was too unfair in their harsh stance. But Facebook has now announced that it will restore news content to its users in Australia. So uh, it's quite a turnaround. Uh, What do you think of this? Uh, Do you think Facebook is finally realizing that uh, it's not as powerful as it is? Or do you think the backlash against Facebook was too strong?
1: And the Austra- uh, Australian government has been debating the law to have these companies start paying, you know, what, sh- what should I call them, dividends to news publishers. So I think Facebook being restored in, um, in Australia is because the government and the um, social media giant have reached a middle ground of sorts.
0: I don't think it's. Uh, I've always felt that it's quite tricky because, look, if news content providers are claiming that Facebook is taking all of their money, Facebook argued, and I, in my opinion, convincingly, that no one forces these companies to put their their articles on Facebook. Thank you. So, uh, if you then demand that that you share some of the money, then that's that some of the money be shared, then that's a bit unfair Mm -hmm. Um, because all of us somehow contribute to Facebook. You know, like when I put up a post on Facebook of uh, just my opinion on any particular issue or if I put up a photograph of myself, I mean, all these things, all of us collectively, the things we post on Facebook is what gives Facebook the traffic that it then monetizes uh, to earn money. So I don't know why news uh, organizations feel themselves to be special compared to the rest of us because we are all giving Facebook free content Mm -hmm. for which none of us get paid. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It just seemed to me...
1: They upload their stuff on Facebook to get traffic. Yeah. And now they are demanding to be paid for the stuff they post.
0: Which, in my mind, makes no sense. Now, it
1: doesn't. The
0: argument against Google is actually a better one. Mm. Why? Because with Google, what happens is, uh, I think the complaint is, there's a way Google sort of aggregates news stories. So, for example, if I Google any top particular issue, if I Google Bobby Wine Petition, let's mm. say, Google will show me in its first few links... Mm actual summaries of the stories. So, like, they'll show me various windows that sort of summarize the story as they appear on particular news publications. Mm. So that just by looking at Google, I can get the information without needing to go to the actual site, unless I want... a type
1: that just goes by the headline and a few continuing lines.
0: Right. So, I can see... With that, I can see the argument that Google is taking our business, because people are just reading Google to get the news, which we are providing, and yet we're not benefiting from the traffic.
1: But where does Google get this news? Who puts it there?
0: Well, Google is... (laughs) Um, I don't think Google puts it uh, there. I think what happens is, for as long as you're a news site and you publish information, um, I think Google algorithms just sort of capture it as news and then it just Mm. presents it to you. So in a sense, I think Google is would be more proactive in utilizing publishers' information as mm-hmm. compared to Facebook, where it's a bit more voluntary. So I, 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 would, I would think with Google, there's a better case. But as far as I understand, I think Google was more willing to talk with the Australian government as compared to Facebook initially.
1: Because with Facebook, if I want to read something on BBC through mm. Facebook, yeah, I will search BBC.
0: On Facebook,
1: you get. If I want to see something on the RX Radio page, I will have to search the Rx Radio page. It won't just show up in my feed that BBC has posted a video.
0: Unless, of course, you're following.
1: Exactly. And even then, if I don't watch their uh, their videos or read their news every day, it will not still be in my feed you know ah. yes the algorithm works like that because even in normal news feeds from people that follow you and you follow them back or your friends on Facebook you realize that there are a few particular there are particular people you're going to be seeing every day when they post when they comment because they react to your posts and they also comment mm-hmm. and yet you have over 5000 people that are your friends. Mm -hmm. But of those, you're going to be seeing maybe 50 in a day, depending on how busy they are.
0: Well, um, I don't know how that uh, stalemate is going to be broken. Look, (laughs) these companies are all benefiting from the attention that we give them and the time we spend on their platforms. Uh, And I have seen some social media sites come up that offer to reward users for their time spent and even for content. But those haven't really taken off. Mm. I think these innovations are going to continue to grow because I don't think this monopoly that Google and Facebook enjoys is sustainable Uh, and uh, I think the sooner it's broken uh, you know, this monopoly I think the better it will be the
1: the monopoly can only be broken if other wise and sharp minds come uh, to the forefront and develop apps that we can actually use because there have been others there was Viber
0: Viber, what's that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> You've never even heard of it. Oh, that was like a WhatsApp. Calls, yeah, yeah, yeah. We would use Viber to call. But yes. now I don't think anyone uses it anymore.
0: No one uses Viber. There are
1: other very nice apps like Telegram, where you can even exchange books. Yes. But very few people use them. There is Signal that was made by the former WhatsApp guy. Yeah. The guy who created WhatsApp. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think makes Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter stand out more than other apps
0: i think they benefit from being the first people um because regardless of no matter how much better these other services are mm. we want to go to a service particularly if it's a social media service we want to go where the people are mm. and i am subscribed to I, and I do have some accounts on other like alternative uh, social media platforms but there's just nothing happening there like mm. there's you want to be where everyone else is exactly Uh, you want the (laughs) engagement yeah and so for now Twitter and Facebook are the primary primary um, platforms now of course Facebook didn't always have this monopoly in fact they mostly replaced what was known as MySpace Uh, but, uh, I used
1: MySpace.
0: yeah, but the problem is, uh, Facebook sort of exploded in popularity at a point where like the rest of the world hadn't really caught on to MySpace. So now, at the moment, to enter the fray to attempt to be a major player in social media, I feel like right now is, I don't think it's impossible though.
1: It's I, not impossible.
0: Snapchat, TikTok have, you know, have made their forays. But guess what happens when people try and start new things? Mm. Facebook buys them.
1: And now TikTok, TikTok is good, but TikTok uh, is only for a given age bracket. If you spend some time perusing, scrolling through TikTok, you realize the girls that post those yeah, it's interesting teenage uh, videos. teenage girls. <laughs> yeah, they, they are really young, even the guys. That doesn't mean the app is not interesting, but if uh, it also has different sort of content, it has videos and where people are mimicking others, lip syncing, and yet Facebook is about opinions and Twitter, you will write something and then you will get responses. It's like more for the mind. (laughs) I
0: yeah, uh, but also just on that point, I think Facebook is also going to suffer from sort of a generational demise.
1: Facebook, there is that.
0: Like I haven't looked at actual figures, but just a casual perusal uh, on Facebook just tells me that most people on Facebook are above that. I'm probably older. A lot of forty-year-olds on Facebook, and the thing is, (laughs) see, if when I enter my fifties, of course, I'm still going to be on Facebook.
1: But the younger generation are going to
0: be elsewhere
1: because right now they are on Snapchat. Them. Yeah. But Facebook has Instagram.
0: That's true. Uh, so that might save them. But I've never like gone to a Facebook group where like the people are 25 years old. I've never seen that.
1: They're there. <laughs> I, I can't even name them in, in our very group. The RX listeners. Fans? Yeah. Really?
0: I see a lot of... W- people there that are a lot more mature
1: no i know people there that are younger really (laughs) that's true
0: okay well uh, you might have to introduce but
1: majority are older like you said
0: Mm. and uh, i think as we continue to age Uh, I think we will be the ones to take Facebook to the grave because the younger people would have started off on other platforms and they'll probably... Every generation will have its platform. Let me put it that way.
1: (laughs) A friend of mine has a a teenage daughter. They live in the UK. And the mom was like, how can you not be on Facebook? It's like the It's um, social media app. And the daughter was like, mom, really? That is like so ancient. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay well anyway um i guess uh it's it's you as a parent might want to follow your uh, children on whatever social app they're on because they could be getting up to some weird business and i don't know if any of your kids are on social media yet olive but uh if not no. <laughs> or maybe you don't even know they could be no <laughs> being a parent ain't easy at all you're listening to the fat boy show stay tuned